Good morning, everyone. My name is Teddy Raksak, and you're listening to TED Talk Sports. This episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. Also, use my promo code TED Talk Sports and receive $5 off your next visit. All right, so um, I wanted to make a video on about this yesterday, but unfortunately, I was really busy. Um, and I'm really starting to advance because this is probably going to end up being a rant. Um, I am not very happy with the, uh, the trade deadline with the Dodgers. I'm going to be, I'm going to be very, you know, very upfront about this. I think that the Dodgers should have acquired, um, some bullpen help. I think that I'm one of the people. Okay. So with the Dodgers, it really comes down to, is this two sides? There's two sides to this story, right? There's, there's, there's one group of people that are cheering for, we should hold on to our prospects, our prospects being, you know, Ruiz and Lux and, you know, Dustin May and everyone like that. And the other, and the other side of this story, there's people arguing that, look, you know, we need to go all in on getting someone. We were in win now mode. We have an aging Clayton Kershaw. We have an aging Kenley Jansen and Justin Turner. And, you know, we're in win now mode. And so we need to make a roster that could make us, you know, even push put us over the top. And I'm one of those people that agrees with that. I think that we should be going all in for this year because, you know, we've come so close the past two seasons and it's, it's really, really tough. And, you know, there was a lot of good, um, there's a lot of good arms we missed out on. Remember, we missed out on, you know, Kimbrel. We missed out on Felipe Vasquez. We missed out on Shane Green. And, you know, we missed out on, uh, I think, uh, Giles from uh, Toronto. So, you know, we've missed out on a lot of big arms in the in this past postseason, uh, postseason, in this past uh, offseason and the trade deadline. And you, and, you know, what hurts the most, too, is that we're not we're not a team that's just trying to stack our team to stack our team. We're not like this Houston Astros, you know, who already had a very, very powerful um starting rotation and now they want and then they added Zach Granke and they just made that strength even stronger no like the bull our bullpen is just I'm not gonna say it's bad anymore it's just very mediocre and it makes you're just not very comfortable having our bullpen in big moments and in the the biggest thing too with our bullpen is this cost us the last two world series there's a lot of moments that moments that I'm not gonna talk about because I don't want to get all emotional but <laughs> but um there's just some things you know that the bullpen um did in the postseason and it just really cost us some big games some big moments and you know if we'd if we had added pieces um you know at the time maybe some bigger pieces to our bullpen maybe then things would have changed differently but whatever anyways so um i kind of wanted to break down who the dodgers added at the trade deadline or who we traded for I kind of get my thoughts on it and you kind of if you know you kind of can already tell where this is going but anyways so the dodgers uh trade this is no particular order too these are just guys that we got so this wasn't like yeah this isn't any chronological order but this is what who overall we traded for um at the trade deadline not that that really matters but it's so that we the first one of the first guys we traded for was jed gyrico I'm just going to call him Jed from, I'm, I know I'm butchering that name. I'm so sorry. But, um, so we traded for, uh, from, uh, we traded for Jed. He is a third baseman from the St. Louis Cardinals and he's, uh, his stats are very, very underwhelming. He's hitting a whopping 196. Uh, that's his batting average. And he's also injured. He 
has a uh, a back injury, a wrist injury, and a calf injury. He's on the 60-day IL and uh, IR. And, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure when he's coming back. I tried looking it up, and I, I really couldn't find anything. And But to be fair, though, I mean, he's not a total... You know, total scrub in you know in 2017 and 2018, he was hitting about 260. Um, but I just don't understand why we just didn't bring Gavin Lux at this point. Like, I don't know why we'd bring someone, why we'd trade for someone that isn't healthy this late in the season. And it just it just doesn't make any sense for me. And we already have you know Kiki Hernandez hurt. We already have Chris Taylor hurt, and now we're trading for someone else that's hurt. It just this move to me just didn't make a lot of sense. Um, and you know, to acquire him, we traded away Singrani and a, another prospect. So I, I really, I, I'm not a big fan of this trade. I don't see why this was necessary. I think, you know, we have people we could have brought up and I don't know. It just didn't make much sense for me. I don't even know if he's going to be able to play this season. I, I, I'm very baffled by this. Um, okay. So the next person that we traded for Christopher Negron. Now he's a second baseman, more of a utility kind of player, sort of like a Kike. And we traded away Daniel Castro. I know you guys are probably devastated that we did that. No, I'm just kidding. Nobody knows who that is. I didn't even know who Daniel Castro is, but he, we traded him away. Um, and Negron was on the Seattle Mariners. And this season he is hitting 375, but that is with eight at bats so don't get too excited about that <laughs> but you know i mean the past two seasons he's hit around 220 but there's, there's the catch he hasn't had um he's been in the league since about i think 2012 but he, he really hasn't had more than 144 at bats in a season so this he's a really tough you know player to uh to really gauge you know he's, he has such a small sample size but again, you know, he this move makes a little bit more sense. I mean, we don't really we didn't really need to make this trade, but it just makes a little bit more sense. He's a versatile player. He's um, you know, he could play in the infield, he could play in the outfield. He's played every position except pitcher and catcher. Hopefully he doesn't get to the point where we need, where we need to put him in any of those positions, but you never know. And um yeah, so but, but my my big thing too with Negron is that he can help us out right now. He's been able he's started uh, the last couple games and you know he's he's doing okay i you know unlike jed who just isn't doing anything right now because he's injured at least you know he is you know he can help he's also a right-handed bat i forgot to men mention that about um jed too who we traded for from the st louis cardinals um they're both right-handed bats so that's really important because a good left-handed pitcher absolutely butchers us so you know it's, it's good that we're getting some right-handed bats but you know I, I wasn't too crazy about it. I just think that, you know, everyone's hyping up Gavin Lux and I just don't understand why we don't bring him up and get him some reps in, you know, similar to what we're doing with Will Smith. But, you know, what do I know? So the next player that uh, we decided to trade for is Tyler White. And we traded with the Houston Astros, which is really weird that we did. Even, even a small trade. It's just really weird seeing us do business with the Houston Astros. I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird. But anyways, you know, Tyler White, he is a first baseman. He is hitting 225 this year. And to me, this move was completely unnecessary. Um, I didn't really understand this. You know, the Dodgers, we have a very versatile lineup. We could put, you know, 
we don't we there's so many other options than jock peterson at first base and i and i know i've read the article saying that dave roberts said that the experiment with jock peterson at first base is over but even with jock not playing first you know we could put muncie at first we could put Beatty at first we could put you know bellinger at first we can put freeze at first when he gets back and you know i personally out of that bunch i'd rather put max muncie at second I'm sorry. I'd rather put Max Muncy at first base because I'm not a big fan of how he plays at second base. And Max Muncy is a big enough bat to where we need to put him in our lineup. But, you know, personally, I'm just not... He's, he's just not he's just not efficient enough. And when we had Muncy at second and Jock Peterson at first, it, that was just a, a disaster. But anyways, so, you know, I... Tyler White, I really don't understand why we need to get another first baseman because we have a bunch of other players that can play first base. Um, but I, yeah, you know, I don't really know what else to say about that one. That that that's a that's a doozy. Um, yeah, I I don't know what to say. So the only bullpen, the only person that we added to help bolster a to help bolster our bullpen was Adam Korolek, and you know. He is, you know, his ERA right now is um, 3.95. And, you know, the only reason why I think we signed him, or not signed him, traded for him, was because he's a left-handed specialist. And I think he's just here to replace Scott Alexander. I don't think we really see him as a big, you know, closer or anything like that. I think he's just kind of, you know, there to get a couple of those uh, tough left-handed bats out. And... You know, I, 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 this, you know, I, if we're going to get a reliever, I'm happy that he's left-handed because right now I think we only have Urias coming out of the bullpen, but here's what's, here's what this really comes down to. And it's, it really, it's really just not the fact that Adam Korolek is a bad pitcher. He's putting up okay numbers. He's, you know, he's, he's fine. He's just kind of mediocre, but here's what it really comes down to. There is just so much. There was just way too much talent available at the trade deadline. Like I said, you know, with Felipe Vasquez and and Green and some of these other really good pitchers, there is just way too much talent. And it's just it's it's just really tough to see, you know, you have all these, you know, big names and everything like that and then we get Adam Korolek. And I hope he has a really good season. I hope Adam Korolek has a really really good season. Not saying he, he won't, but it's it's just it's just a little bit of a letdown in terms of who we thought we were going to get. Now here's the second biggest point. Now this to me this is the biggest point out of this whole podcast. If you're if you're if you've listened this far, great because not too many people are gonna listen this far. But secondly, though, if you if you have listened this far, this is the, this is my biggest point. The Dodgers have absolutely spoiled us at the trade deadline. Think about last trade deadline. We traded for Manny Machado, All Star, um, shortstop, All Star, uh, third baseman. Right. And before that, we traded for you, Darvish. I know it's a tough name to hear, but we traded for you, Darvish. And he was, a you know, he was the big prize of the trade deadline. And he made a he made a really crazy starting rotation with Clayton Kershaw and everything like that. So we're really used to the Dodgers making these really big moves at the trade deadline. And it didn't happen this time. Right. It it just it, it just didn't happen this time. And as also proves something, too, is that. Now, this doesn't change my opinion of the fact that I think the Dodgers should have made a trade, but it's, you know, it's just something to to know is that just because you make a big move at the trade deadline doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to win the World Series because the last two World Series we got there, the last, you know, the last two trade, the last two trade deadlines, 
you know, we made a big trade for, for a really big name and we came up short. So although I think we should have done the same thing, I, it's just it's just something to kind of keep in mind. And then also too, another thing to take from this is that this, this is really showing that the Dodgers are taking a very, very big gamble. So we're not bringing in someone that has experience. We're not bringing in someone like a veteran or someone that's been in the postseason. The Dodgers are relying on their farm system for depth in the postseason. And to me personally, that makes this whole thing very, very, very scary. Now it worked with Walker Bueller in the past, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna work for someone like Dustin May and you know, uh, anyone, oh, Lux, when, he, when we bring Lux up, although I don't think he's gonna get much playing time. But anyways, I, to me, it just doesn't make much sense. Uh, I, I think it's a really big gamble if that's what we're trying to do. And I hope I'm wrong. I really, really hope I'm wrong. I hope Korlek plays really well in the Gron and White and everyone else. And I hope that the young guys we do bring up, you know, are phenomenal. I hope Dustin May can be, you know, Walker Bueller 2.0 because that'd make an excellent starting rotation. But, you know, we, we'll, we'll never know. Well, you know, not we'll never know. We, we just don't know yet. So you guys let me know what you think. Do you guys, do you guys think we should have signed a sign? Do you guys think we should have traded House for a top end reliever or do you think that we the dodgers did the right thing as uh, the right thing in trusting in their bullpen so you guys let me know anyways i'm gonna do my best to make more podcasts and you know i've been really really busy but anyways guys thank you so much for listening my name is teddy Raksak, and this is ted talk sports